This is Showtime Sean Porter, and I am more than an athlete. Welcome to WRTS, part of the Uninterrupted Podcast Network. I'm Rick Strom. And I'm Britton Harden. Akin to King James, Showtime Sean Porter hails from Akron, Ohio, and displays his craft on the West Coast. A bulldog-like boxer, Sean is the WBC welterweight champion, Britt. In this in-depth interview, Sean puts together combinations of thoughts similar to his boxing style. In your face, relentless, and brutally true. His brutally honest approach. Mm-hmm in telling us not necessarily what we want to hear, but reaffirming a lot of our stances as fans, yep. knowing that a boxer feels eerily similar mm. to how we feel. Yeah. What was one of your favorite parts? Definitely talking about his feelings on Olympic-style drug testing and mm. what the ramifications of being popped for PD usage, right? Like, as jovial as a guy as he was, I think that you'll find his, um, his response on the ramifications of being popped for PEDs quite uh, surprising and maybe a little polarizing for some. Without further ado, here is our interview with Showtime Sean Porter. You know what I find interesting in sports is that whenever somebody goes into another person's backyard, it either fuels them mm-hmm. or in a way it gets in their own head yeah. and crumbles them. Yeah. Obviously, I think it's already, if I throw you this softball, you're going to hit it out of the park. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course, it's going to make you better. Yeah. But when you were boxing way back when, I think you said you started when you were four and yeah. then you fell in love with it when you were 16. Yeah. So let me just see if I have this straight. When you were that young, could you hear in smaller gyms the people around you? Mm-hmm. Were there anything was there anything that you experienced that maybe shaped you to the boxer you are today, considering that there was no one there and you could hear them? I think if anything I'll say it's always been the same for me. I think the bigger the crowd got, the mm-hmm. same voices that I was used to hearing, I always heard, the same um crowd noise that of of the cheering yeah. and things like that. I, I've always heard that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think if anything, it's just gotten a little bit louder, but mm-hmm. it's it's still low enough for me to operate and do what I have to do. You know, sure. um, really, the only thing that will affect me in a fight is uh, is a boo. Like I I hate boo. Like you don't, hate booing. You, you can't boo me. Like that's like kind of like my thing. Right. Is and you're typically in exciting fights, so for yeah, you to hear a so, boo, you're probably like what? Exactly. So gotcha. usually, if somebody's booing, mm-hmm. you know, during one of my fights. I'm I'm thinking to myself like calm down just wait for it you yeah, know what I mean yeah yeah so you um, hear the booze oh yeah I you hear, hear I, hear, I hear people say the most random stupid stuff you'll yeah, ever for hear. example uh, I've I've heard I've heard people say hit him give him that trash can left hook like <laughs> that what trash can that, <laughs> that trash can left hook so I guess like imagine like a wrestler in the ring with a trash can and he, and hit the other wrestler and yeah. the wrestler go like we hear like the just the most the random things. things yeah. I, do you um, watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Of course I do. Okay, so you're the trash man. So that's my jam. That's exactly who you are. <laughs> that's the trash man. I go yeah. in there and I eat the I trash. I love Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's my dude. So and then, Has he come to one of your fights? No, 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 no. But I, I, one, of my, one of my fights... Um, my family, they're they're like my family and my close friends. They're always like defending me and everything mm-hmm. outside the ring. And um, they came up to me after one of my fights and told me that some lady was screaming like bloody murder. And I did not what? hear that, but she was screaming bloody murder like to the point where security had to 
go tell her to like calm, calm down. down. And it wasn't mm. that she was screaming, ah, nothing like that. But mm-hmm. the things that she was saying, saying and yeah. she had a, like a really high screechy voice, mm. and it just was not good for TV. It wasn't good for the for the room. Right. And you know, but people say some of the wildest, like just crazy trash can yeah. left the hook. Trash yeah. can left hook. Yeah. So here's the funny thing. Once Brit and I get to that point, that where wasn't we're directed fights, towards me, by the way. Right. It was nobody, to the other person. Yeah, that I don't know. I just I I remember hearing that at some point during a fight. It wasn't necessarily that it was my fight. Got right? it. So Cause, yeah, because I yeah. was gonna say when we get to Dallas, I'm definitely gonna scream that out and see if you. <laughs> I'm gonna see if you respond to it. No, I'm not gonna respond to okay, that one. Right, I'm not gonna right. respond. We should to bring that in the tops of trash yeah. cans. So it's like <laughs> trash man, <Yeah>. trash <laughs> man. Make the fights. They say they say boxing is you know needing some resurgence. Or, or whatever. If we turn it into a WWE atmosphere, yo, man, I don't, I don't know. Everyone asks me now, like, what does boxing need to yeah. like take it to that next level? I'm mm-hmm. really not sure what boxing needs because you can't go, you just cannot go into a WWE type of program. Yeah, for sure. For where sure, we're for sure. acting, you know, yeah. and we're we're giving things that are you know scripted. Yeah. Sorry if you didn't know that out there. <laughs> you know, we can't do that. You just broke a few hearts. And yeah, then right. yeah, and then at the same time, you know, people want to see the drama that we have in boxing, but most times there's more more often than not, you're not going to have drama All right, how about this? If there's some, just so much respect. You right. Know? If someone's down on the cards after the ninth round, they get to throw a chair at the other fight. Man, listen, this is what I do. <laughs> well, this is what I do. When a guy is down and he's, I'm, I'm the one that's going to scream like, you know. Bloody murder. Good jab. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to yeah. try to push that guy along. Right. You know, so. Right. So, so uh, when you're watching a fight, when yeah. you're in the crowd. Yeah. You you're actually a fan. Were you guys yeah? Were you guys at Danny Garcia and Adrian Granados? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so there's a fight before that. The 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 co-main event was the two two heavyweights. I was yeah. celebrating Passover. And Ruiz. Oh, uh, got you, got mm-hmm. you. Andy Ruiz had to. Uh, he he was fighting in that fight yeah. against some big Russian guy that's like a uh, German. He's a German guy. He's like six seven. Andy's like barely six foot, mm-hmm. and you could see just where it was just. He's uh, listed at six two. He's barely six. Is feet? he? Yes. Then he's Six foot, man. I, I, he's six two. We gotta say six two. That's you what know. I saw. Well, he's six Does two. Google lie. Well, I don't know. Google. I mean, I, I'm Wikipedia sure. lies. <laughs> well, I've been married since 2014 on, on Wikipedia. I didn't know that until like when did you in the last married? month or two. I, yeah, I, I actually like just looked it up myself. No, no, no. But right. when did you actually get married? I don't even know the woman that I'm married to. He's not married. So, yeah. <laughs> the point. I'm like not married at all. Like, I'm looking you know? at his hands. I'm yeah. like, he ain't got no ring on. The like, mother he... of my child. I told her, she's like, well, you got something you got to tell me? I'm like, no, I got nothing for you. <laughs> well, whose name is it? I'm like, I don't know I don't this know. Right. Right. I looked her up on the internet. I couldn't find a picture of a good-looking woman to say that it was. You right, know? right, right, yeah. right. Sean said, "Annie, are you okay?" But listen, no, listen. Let's get back to the fight because I just need to need, need y'all to know where I'm at with this. Mm-hmm. Andy, I've known since before he turned pro. Yeah, and I want him to knock this German guy out. But right. after like three rounds, he's completely annihilating the, the German guy. Yeah, and I feel the need to root for the German guy. You oh, know, oh my god. So god, bro. at some point, you know, he throws some punches, and I want to, you know, push him along. Let me see if I get this straight. I said so good double jab. When the Lion King came out, are you telling me that you rooted for Scar at hey, one point? Hey, man, listen. At some point, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. This guy is too kind. I don't how know. Do you, do you the, serious question. Yeah. How do you, like, you're a kind-hearted person. How the hell do you go in there and beat the shit out of somebody yeah. if you don't feel bad? When it's my turn. That's, okay. that's it. When you it's just, my turn. You just flip the switch. I turn it on when it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when it's, it's my turn. turn, I turn it on. Listen. So. To, to answer your question, just well, Which it, wasn't, it wasn't a question, but you said you didn't know what boxing needs. Yeah. 
I feel like it's simple. Yeah. Uh-oh. Champions need to fight champions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and and listen, I understand that every fight can't be a bang them up, drag out yeah. brawl. You guys, yeah. people look at boxers. Un, I think they look at boxers and football players unlike any other athlete in the sense they that do. they look at you guys like we're superheroes. You're superheroes. Yeah. You're superhuman. Yeah. I'm like, these dudes are I don't know why. one. Either a 250-pound person is running smack into you. Yeah. You need to recuperate from that. Yeah. Or you're or, a five-foot-eight Kyler Murray running away from the 280-pound <laughs> guy. So in, that, in that instance, literally for your life. Yeah, literally. Or you're getting in the ring and you're punching somebody. You're exchanging blows. You know what I mean? It's it's hard because the like the number one question after a fight is, <laughs> what's next? Right. And and the other question is, how soon can you get back in the ring? Exactly. Those are like the the exactly. number one and number two questions yeah. you're asked after a fight. Be, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously people want to see us. They want to become fans of us. And when they are fans of us, they want to see us do, you know, what made them become fans of yes, us. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it just, it's a fine line between staying healthy, mm-hmm. getting prepared, yep. and then putting it down the way you have to put it down. Yeah. You know, so between those, those three things, components to a fight it takes somewhere around that four to five months to Recoup, you know actually break. make that yeah. that go through that whole process 100%, you know so 100%. it's it's hard you know it's hard and then you know when you when you talk about champions fighting champions i'm think i think boxing is getting to a point now where champions aren't going to be afraid to fight other champions i agree so I, I think agree. i think we're annoyed with um the 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 fans out there who aren't avid boxing fans that don't understand that there's four big belts out there yeah. and they want to know who the champion is. Right. And then when you tell them, well, I have this belt, yep. they're like, okay, cool. And, you know, well, who's the number two guy? Yeah. Okay, well, there's really no number two guy because the other champion is such and such, you yeah, know? Right. So yep. we're getting to a point now where there's about to be a lot of unification fights. Mm-hmm. Are there too many and belts then, Sean, in your opinion? It's hard for me to answer that question mm-hmm. because I was I was fortunate enough to, to be to become a world champion when Floyd Mayweather was still a champion. Right. So if there was just one belt, IBF. I would not have had that chance. I would not have had the opportunity. But technically, look, you know? I, we're going deep down the rabbit hole here. But wouldn't you agree then that it would be more mandatory challengers that they would have to fight for one belt and one belt only in order to answer Britain's question of when will we get the best against the best? And it makes it hard because happen, my last fight that. against you, Dennis Ugas, was that exactly it was a mandatory fight. So tough fight. Bro. Yeah, it was a mandatory fight that the WBC had put in line after him and I fought. I won my belt. He fought just before me, mm-hmm. and he won his fight. You mm-hmm. know, so that was something that was put together. Now I can, you know, I have free will to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. and we're going out to Errol Spence. Got you. After we go after Errol Spence, I'm going to leave the ring with two belts. Yeah. Now you got two more that, you know, can really get put together. See, he so, just turned it on there, Britt. Yeah, see. so it's just, it's a matter of time. You I know, like that. it's just a matter of time. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> it's just that. a matter of time. You caught that? Are you, <laughs> I did. Are you, are you, are you disappointed in the state of boxing? No. No. I'm not. I'm not disappointed in the state of boxing at all. Well, you said on Inside PBC on Fox... By the way, I told him this off air. I'm going to tell it on air. A phenomenal host. And I'm not saying that because he's just here. I agree. There are a lot of athletes who cannot transition into that role. He did it swiftly and easily. You said on there that if someone tests positive, they should be banned for life. For life. I think they should be banned for life. And I think that 
once that is that is implemented and put in place, mm-hmm. guys aren't going to take chances. Mm-hmm. You're not going to take that chance mm-hmm. knowing that, oh, they're just going to give me a year of suspension yeah. or, oh, I'm just not going to get that fight, but I'll still I'll still be able to fight. Like, nah, you mm-hmm. don't you don't have any chances. It's it's unacceptable in a sport that is this dangerous. Just that dangerous. I think yeah. that that's the that's the difference when you talk to people that are saying, well, it shouldn't be a lifetime ban. Mm-hmm. Well, you either have never been hit. Yeah. And and you don't understand the severity of someone taking a, a performance enhancing drug. I mean, there's a difference between that and just you know, recre- quote unquote recreational drugs and right. things like that. You know, I think you when we're talking indefinite, then you have to dig deep into what that what that person's taking, mm-hmm. what their motive was between be, behind taking that, yeah. and then decide whether that that person should have a lifetime ban or now, not. You know, listen, so. Sean, I, I agree with you, man. I feel like wonderfully put. The sport is way too dangerous. It takes one punch to put the lights out forever. It does. Change someone's life. And what you're saying when you take a a performance-enhancing drug is that I'm willing to take someone's father or husband or provider away from them for the betterment of my career. My whole thing. Yeah, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say that's a... um, that's a character thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Exactly. That's, that's what a, I was about to character. say. I don't I don't understand it because that's that's just not that's never been in my mind at all. So I don't understand what all entails in your decision making when yeah. you make that decision yeah. to do a performance enhancing drug. Necessary. I'm like, I don't I don't know if it <laughs> I don't know if it really works. Yeah. It, it would the, the worst part about it would be if he got tested for something and failed a drug test for and something and it and it essentially and it doesn't work. even work. Yeah. You know? But you've been the irony. Yeah, like you've been sold on something that's gonna work for you. The irony of that is just crazy. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that you've been sold on something that you've been told is gonna work for you and give you whatever whatever advantage you're yeah. seeking yeah, and then sure. you get caught doing it and then come to find out at the end of it, it you're you're it, whatever it was level a placebo didn't, pill. Yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> level didn't even go up right, you know that right. would suck you know that yeah. would but totally. but I, I said the same thing though like for instance if um i used to have asthma growing up mm-hmm. so when i was fighting for the uh for the um world teams and the amateurs and i had to do the drug testing i always had to sign up and let them know that I have an inhaler. I take albuterol because albuterol essentially is a um, steroid. It's right. not a performance enhancing drug, yeah. but it's a steroid. If I get tested for that and I test positive, they need to know, like right, you know, right. he's been taking this. Is this. What it is. Yeah. So you you get you can get signed off for certain things, you know. So hypothetically, so they give you a TUE for that, right? Yeah. So hypothetically, I test um, positive for something, and then come to find out, well, he was taking albuterol. Mm-hmm. Well, why didn't you tell us that you needed this drug? Well, it was it was last minute, and I needed something. I was dying in the middle of the night, right. and I forgot to uh, inform you guys that I took this. Mm. Now. You take a look at the history. Does he have asthma? When did he take it? How often did he take it? Let's take a look at the inhaler. I mean, there's certain there's a criteria that needs to be established mm-hmm. ASAP, opposed to just be putting this random pool to get randomly tested, right. and then got and now guys are, are failing. Yeah, you know it because at the end of the day, it makes us look bad. Yeah. All right. So um, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing that always got me. Do you, I don't know if you guys watched John Oliver. So he had an episode about the Olympics when they were in Rio. And what I found so interesting is that people actually are employed to go and watch an athlete pee into a cup. Yep. Mm. Yep. Wow. So I, here, it, here's here's my question yeah, to you, a personal question. Yeah. I don't like peeing in public. I don't care who knows it. Yeah. Not a fan of it. Yeah. I'd rather have splashers up there so we don't <laughs> take that chance of someone having like a Larry David Muggsy Bogues moment uh-huh. where they're like, oh, wow. So here's my thing. 
you're okay peeing in front of somebody? I do like what that? I got to do. You know, I do what I got to do. You, I, have, honestly, have you, I've, I've done it in front of like old men. How old? Uh, like old men, you know? Like 80? I, like old men. <laughs> leave, you know? leave him alone uh, if he punch you in the face. I, I, you do what you got to do. Once it's done, it's done. Uh-huh. You uh, can perform in front of an audience like that? Yeah, I mean, anybody looking at your package <laughs> is their problem. It's not, not, it's you're not, talking to a man you know? who's at the weigh in. Yeah. Naked. Yeah. That's okay. true. Every time. His last That's fight. True. You check out the last one, man. Listen, I keep my hair braided now because my Afro looks lopsided, so it's like you know, like I have a slope in the back. You have the slope in yeah, the Afro. Yeah, so did you? You know what happened, right? Oh, I know what happened. All right, yeah. I, I'm just I'm like, yeah, so now. I'm head. the one bringing it up. I'm like, I was literally was like, I can't wait for this to blow over and for people to stop talking about. Nah, this you got to talk about it now. You didn't yeah. went into it. Yeah, now I went into it. Now you I got to talk about it. So, what happened? Tell us a story. So I wake up and I'm I'm not where I usually wake up at. So I'm like, all right, we'll we'll get it off. But because we were doing interviews and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. we're now we're with fox so the whole production is way different i ran out of time uh my dad's looking at the scale he's like i don't know if this scale is right or wrong but <laughs> we're gonna go downstairs find out what that scale says yeah and then we'll we'll, we'll figure it out from there yeah. um they give me two hours to make the weight um i go to the 24-hour fitness we just do a little bit of steam room sauna stuff and um i literally came back listen that's how confident i was <laughs> when right. i came back I, I, and I've never been in this situation, so I've never had to do a second weigh-in. First of all, when I come back in the room, the room is full of like my family and friends. All of all of boxing media is yeah. there. Fox stuck around. It like was a, it was a rowdy room. I literally thought it was just gonna be like the the like three people. Yeah, like the the sanction and and my team and he, of course his team. We'd weigh in and it was done. Right. Wait, wait. That was your only time ever missing weight. Ever my first first and last time ever yeah. missing weight. Right. So when I come in and I see everyone, right, I'm I'm confident, mm-hmm. and they announce that I'm coming in and I'm feeling good. Yeah. They say, oh, walking back in, we have Sean Porter coming back to get back on the scale and. And we hope that he's on weight. And I go, who yeah. <laughs> like that's like I do it loud, like so the yeah. so the crowd, like everyone can hear it, just to kind of give everyone some positive energy. Like, yeah, yeah. Chill, like chill out, we're good. Who yeah, like, yeah, like we're good. Like you know, we're good, man. I get on Look, the scale. I've never been to a church before, but I feel like I just stepped into one. Uh, I've done it at church. <laughs> you know how people be like, Amen. I'm like, who yeah. That's Drew Hill, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm about to Say, no, I'm, no, that's Jodeci. Jodeci, Jodeci, Jodeci. Yeah. Jodeci. KC and JoJo. Yeah. Right. So listen, I get on the scale and it says 147.2, and my heart drops. Right. Oh. I get off the scale. His team says, "That's it, right? That's it. He's not weighing anymore." They don't want me to lose the the, the belt to the scale. Uh. So they look at their their watch. They say, "He no, he's still got ten minutes." Let's he's still got five minutes. Let's let him get back on. And then of course I go into this like little crybaby mode. I'm like, man, I just need something to dry off. My I'm still sweating. I still got yeah. sweat on me. Just let's just point two right here. I just got yeah. And we have no towels mm. on the stage. So now we're wiping off with the mm-hmm. sweats that I walked in on. Wow. Now I'm sweating again because yeah, I'm being hot. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. I get back on again and it says 147.2. And and now my heart's dropped and I think I'm done. Yeah. Like everybody's like the belt on the every, scale. Everybody, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, keep wiping them off, keep wiping them off. Somebody says, Sean, you gotta cut your hair. And my first thought was, You crazy. I I'm cut not my cutting damn. my hair. You crazy, right. you know? Like if I don't make it, I don't make it. You know? Who was it? Who said um, it? somebody a part of my team. You yeah. Know? So honestly, looking back on it though, I did thank okay. him. You know, I'm glad it wasn't a heckler. Yeah. I would have been like, right, right. He was up. he was heckling, but he was serious yeah. at the same time. Yeah. 
So they rush up, get us scissors, and now my dad starts to cut off cut your hair. The, what we what we black people call hang time, the hang time. which is the end of the yeah, braids. end of the braids. They actually mean the most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because if you imagine I'm sweating, sweat drips down. It's, in, mm-hmm. it's right there uh-huh. at the end of the braids. Mm-hmm. They cut it right. off. Gravity. My, yeah, they cut it off. My dad says, Sean, you need to take a deep breath mm-hmm. and let it out and then get back on the scale. But that was I'm smart. I'm frustrated. I I don't I like kind of don't care anymore. I'm upset, yeah. and I say I looked at him. I said I did, and I just get back on the scale. Yeah. One forty seven point two, and you hear the crowd go, oh! And somebody says he's got fifteen seconds. My dad grabbed me by the arm. He said, Sean, I told you, take a, a deep, deep breath, breath and let it out. Mm-hmm. And like at that point in time, I swear to God, like this is really dramatized right now, but mm-hmm. everything stopped, you know. And I took this deep breath. <sighs> Just like my dad asked me, man, I got on the scale and the scale, the scale said 146.8. And, and the crowd goes wild. I saw that. My dad's yeah. fist pump in the air. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I just was like, I was like, oh my God. You know what I mean? So so I'm, many tricks. Yeah. And and honestly, man, I just, I I think at the end of the day, it's, it, for me, that becomes a testimony yeah. of what listening can do for you, mm-hmm. of what... Um, of, of, of what, you know, the intricacies of life yeah. are and how much they matter mm-hmm. when it comes, when it really comes down to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So here I am frustrated. I literally looked at my dad and said, I did. No, damn well, I didn't you take did. a deep breath. I, just, just, I said, I said I did, you know, but it took him getting into my mind yeah. and saying, slow everything down, take a deep breath, let it out and get back on the Isn't scale. Isn't that microcosmic of your relationship? Most definitely. That's 100%. A of life, but in 100%. general, your relationship yeah, with your 100%, father. 100%. Because True. that's a reflection of how him and I are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, him and I have been through the best of times, the worst of times, but in the worst of times, we always, <laughs> we always end up right there in that circle mm. of of it being just him and I, it doesn't yeah. matter who else yep. is around, who whoever yeah. uh, is responsible for anything. It, mm-hmm. it becomes him and I, and it's always a situation that him and I deal with. Mm-hmm. And more oftentimes than not, I follow his lead, right. and, and we end up where we are right now. Every time campus. you said him and I, all I thought of was Outcast with like him and I. So you know, you saying that real quick, it reminds me of this kid Andrew Johnson who was in New Jersey. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he was forced to cut his hair mm-hmm. in a wrestling match. Uh, yeah, yeah, I heard match, about right? that. Yeah, I heard so, about that. So you guys are talking about how important this is to you. And yeah. I and obviously as a white person, I cannot grow that style of hair, but I also see a reflection of myself in, "Hey, by the way, by the way, uh this is a part of him." And this person made him cut his right. hair. So yeah. you saw this video, right? Yeah. Correct? Well, yeah. I've heard all about it. I've saw the video. Yeah. Uh, I didn't agree with it. I thought that it was um, it was unjust. Totally. I thought it was wrong. Um, and I, I told my dad after this, but let's go back to him real quick. What yeah. if what Andrew Johnson? Andrew correct? Johnson in New what, Jersey. What if Andrew Johnson? Buena Vista, a, I believe. Made a vow to himself. Mm-hmm. Says that I'm not gonna gonna cut my hair. I'm going to be the Samson of my generation. I'm yeah. going to be the Samson of my mm. family. Yeah. And this is what I want to do. This is what I believe gives me strength. Mm. And now just in the midst of, of his battle, somebody altered his entire mind just, and any and emotions yeah. based off of their own um, selfish decision yeah, for, sure. for him to cut his hair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And And the same thing happened with me. Um, which was the reason why I said I ain't cutting my damn hair. I understood how much it meant. Yeah. 
But I told my dad afterwards, we're sitting down. My grandmother passed away last year. My sorry, grandmother sorry, had, man. My grandmother had long, beautiful hair, never had a processor, never had anything done to her hair. She just had long, beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. So and initially when I started growing my hair back, I just loved my hair and I wanted to grow back. But um, when she passed away last year, my hair was already long. I said, I'm not cutting my hair anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for my grand, right? Mm-hmm. So we bring the scissors up and we got to cut it. And... Um, you know, I sit down afterwards and my dad comes over and he's actually has the locks in his hair or excuse me, in his hand. And he, and he hands them to me and he, and we're, he's kind of laughing about it and all that kind of stuff. I said, listen, I got to tell you something. He said, what's up? I said, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. And we did what we had to do. Yeah. I said, but I just want you to know how serious I am about this. Yeah. I, I said, I was never going to cut my hair again. Mm-hmm. And he said, you did? I said, yeah. I said, but it, it was like, you know, a, 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 a tribute to, to grand. And, right. and and he said, um, he said, well, it, it ain't going nowhere. You'll 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 grow back, you know. Right. And but we both had that moment of peace yeah. with a situation that I had to deal with. I mean, this kid's in the middle of a battle, and you're you know, or going into that battle. He's you're telling me go he's got he's yeah. got to cut his hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That changes everything. And by the way, I know it's small potatoes at this point. He went out and won, but then you see right when he won, and this racist referee raised his hand. He's the dejected. emotions just poured yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. It poured out. So you felt Damn. terrible for him in the beginning. Yeah. You felt terrible for him during it because. He just was made to be an outcast. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. goes and competes, wins, and then just falls into his teammates' arms. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it, it was depressing and triumphant at the same time. It was a mixture of emotions. That's the best but, part of sports to me, man, is when you have those people that are right there to support you mm. and, and give you everything that you need. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. At the hardest times, the best times. What was that? I thought you were going to say beating someone in the face of adversity. No, but that's that's kind of one of my quotes, man. One of my quotes is adversity makes a champion. Mm. I believe that. I believe that. It's, and since it's 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 fitting, but I got, actually got it from watching LeBron James when he won his when he won his first championship. So oh, yeah. he goes to Miami and, yeah. and they lose yeah. to they lose to Dallas, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. But they come back the next year, mm-hmm. and you could tell how much focus and dedication he put into winning a championship and proving everybody wrong that yeah. doubted him after he had gone down gone to Miami. Miami yeah. And I kind of I kind of saw it like manifest itself mm-hmm. and it kind of just came to me. I was like adversity makes a champion. Mm-hmm. I say he had to go through that and really understand what it takes to become a champion in order in order for him to become a champion. For sure. And that's kind of that's that's something that I live by, man. That's that's Had you my, had your first championship at that point? Uh I I don't know. That was my my first championship was 2013. I don't think I I think he got his first championship before me. Yeah, he got his first championship before me. I want to say he did too yeah. cuz you fought Your producer shaking his head. Yeah. Yeah. So you beat Devin in <laughs> you beat go. Devin in 2013. <laughs> yeah, I beat yeah. Devin in 2013, 2013. and, yeah, and the they Barclays. went they went 2012. 2012. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, but yeah, man, I just I remember seeing it, man. It kind of just manifests itself to me that that was the, the the separation between him being able to win the championship in his second year with Miami, yeah. and I kind of I, I I learned from watching other people, you know what I mean. So that was definitely for me. I learned from from yeah. seeing that, you know. I think that boxing is a microcosm of every other sport, though. Yeah. Because you actually have to get in the ring. It's you and one other person mm-hmm. you have to compete and it's like if you don't show up it's all on you <laughs> yep right yep. 
that's that such as life, that such as sports, yep. that such as business, yep. that such as everything else. Yeah. And if you can wake up every day with a fighter's mentality and say, you know what, I don't feel like running today, but mm-hmm. you know, you equate that to going to work. I don't feel like going to work today, but yeah. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna give it my Gotta all. Go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's like that's what's helped me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Throughout my career and my, not throughout my life. My dad used to always tell us, us being the kids at the gym, my mm-hmm. brother and I, you know, I, I remember being 10, 11 years old, my dad would say boxing is just like life. Yeah. And he would try to explain that the the way they they, they um are, are are they go together, you know, the 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 way they're equal or whatever. And uh I didn't understand it when I was little, mm-hmm. but you know, I get a little bit older. I'm in my twenties now. Mm-hmm. And um or when I started to understand it was in my twenties and I looked at I'm like, wow, boxing really, really is, is just like life. Yeah. You know, there's there's really no twist or turn that you don't take, whether it's training or the actual fight that you don't take in life. Yeah. And um, I've been fortunate enough to work at Fox now, man. They brought me up to the to f- the fifth flow. <laughs> they brought me up to the fifth <laughs> flow, and uh, and they let me talk to their um, to their 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 PAs and and their uh, interns. Yeah. Let me talk to them, and um, and I just told them I said boxing is just like life. Mm-hmm. I said I didn't know how long it was going to take me to become a champion. I turned pro in two thousand and eight. I didn't become a champion until two thousand thirteen. Yeah. I'm like you guys don't know what twists and turns you're going to take right now mm-hmm. through being an intern here, being a PA here, but you can't stop. I said in 2008 when I didn't become champion in 10 or 11, mm-hmm. if I had stopped, then 13 would have 2013 would have never come. Yeah. I said, but you just got to continue to grind, continue right. to stay focused, and understand that there's something better ahead. Yeah. You don't always see it, but just keep working because it's there. You yeah. know. So you keep knocking that, down that yeah, giant. Yeah. I mean, my dad told me that taught me that lesson a long time ago, man, and it still holds true today. All right, let me ask you this. Roy Jones Jr., good at rapping, bad at rapping. <laughs> the bars were nice. <laughs> okay. The bars were nice, and his delivery helps. It wasn't bad. Yeah, his delivery helps. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> yeah. had a lot of Pensacola in his rhymes. Yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. You could tell he was I, from, like, Southern Florida. Now, I, and are you, like, a music guy? Because I've am. only heard, like, the, the bigger songs that have, you know, right. kind of, like, really hit for him. Can't be touched, yeah. can't be stopped. I didn't care for that one, but I did, like, you must have <laughs> forgot. Would you tell him that I, to his face? No. <laughs> no. Uh, see how you maybe go high right no, there. No, 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 he's, no, gonna, no, he's gonna no, hear this. Uh, he's no, on the guest list. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he did the Larry David <laughs> Ray's voice. <laughs> no, like so. So, like, what I find interesting is when guys dip their toes in anything other than what we think they're defined as. Yeah. So, like, Allen Iverson, Meta World Peace. They went into hip hop. Yeah. Shaq was platinum in hip hop. Yeah. What's next for Sean Porter? It can be done. It's just it's a it's honestly it's a matter of us athletes, anyone, anybody taking that chance, taking yeah. that step to do it. Yeah. And then obviously on the other end, you have to have people that are receptive to it mm-hmm. and people that are willing to give you that shot. So mm-hmm. for myself, I'm talking everything from going back to school and getting a psychology degree. Awesome. To, um, Very nice. To acting. Uh, everything I already have going what on. What kind with of Fox. acting are we talking about? Broadway, my, my guy cinema? out there. So, so I brought um, my boy Justin with me, who works for Fox, and he just he 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 thinks a lot of me, to mm. say the least. He's he he's the question know, is, do you think a lot of him? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, I wouldn't be hanging with him if I didn't, you know? But anyway, he, he asked question after question after question. And it's pretty cool because, you know, I just he's just digging in and he's trying to get as much as he can get, you know, yeah. in the short period of time that he's with me. But he asked me today, he says, uh, what do you think about acting? I'm like, yeah, I would love to act. He said, what's like your dream role? Like, what, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to be a superhero. And wow. he's like, oh, I can wow. See that. I can he's see like, that. Yeah, he's like, what superhero would you be? I'm like, man, I've like typed in black superhero so many times <laughs> on the internet. I'm like, you know, the Black Panther's already taken. Yeah, so is yeah, the yeah. Falcon, you know. Yeah. There's not black much Lightning after that. Gone. Yeah, Black Lightning's gone. Um, the other guy. Uh, You're missing the best um, one, boys. I, I feel like I know who you about to say. Who am I going to say? Spawn. Nope. Uh, Spawn's because Spawn's been done already, Spawn, you know. But they're gonna they have to do a reboot. Hancock, that wasn't done. Talking well. about Hancock or Mm-mm. <laughs> that was yeah. You say you want to reboot wanna Spawn? They got to do redo Spawn. That would be cool. It's about time. You want to be Spawn, bro? Let me do it. Sean, Sean can redo this. All right, this is older. Blank man. Wow, you gonna you gonna do that yeah. to me? You gonna bring it back? I don't have Why arms not? like yours. I what? can't do blank what are you man. Talking about? Look at that arm. What is wrong with it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about me? Double what, in this. Yo, what it's about crazy. Meteor Man? Meteor Man, Meteor Man was nice. Meteor Man was nice. I want a real superhero though. I want something uh, that that every. I'm not, I'm not saying Meteor Man wasn't real, uh, but you kind of saying that. I know, but people like people have read Black. Panther for years yes, and years and right. years. So that's you want something with some I want cachet. something with yeah. I want something that's got already got the meat on the bones. Now, now, now Sean, um, I've seen your box. All right, right. I, I've never is seen he about that. To get disrespectful. I, I, no, all I'm gonna say is I don't want you to jump out the window too quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because if, if we can't reel you back, yeah. If we can't reel you back, then you know I don't know what you, we do. The thing is, you you really can't reel me back. You know, it's it's <laughs> I go as far as I want to go and. Um, I am who I am, and people usually enjoy it. I, I do have a question for you from that perspective, right? You definitely move to the beat of your own drum. Mm -hmm. You don't follow suit with what I feel like it takes most boxers to, to get attention or fights or whatever. Right. There was one fight, though. Yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. you... I did a lot. <laughs> you did a lot. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, actually, it was two in instances, and I don't know if, if it was the same night, but you and oh. Keith got into it <laughs> yeah, in the back. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And then you you pulled up on, on, on Danny. You were like, yo, I want that smoke. It's, it's going to sound funny, but Keith and I have this uh, competitive spirit about one another, and I'm not saying we're brothers, but we're kind of like two brothers that you know you leave them in the same room long enough they're gonna eventually start to bicker and argue yeah. about some things because they are just that competitive with one another mm -hmm. and that's how me and Keith are so I mean I sit down next to this guy and I'm just I'm watching him do his interviews and I'm thinking to myself this dude's a clown like like <laughs> say what's like say what it is Keith like let yeah. me know what's going on so yeah. I approach him and uh he said something stupid man he told me that he dressed better than me listen look and that's what set me that's off that's what set me off <laughs> Like it wasn't it was it wasn't Not the him. fact that y'all had exchanged blows. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when he was saying, "Oh, I beat you," and what about yeah. this and that round? Yeah. And, you know, I'm saying little things back. You know, like whatever. You know. Then he said. Then he said. And I dress better than you. And you was like, yeah. what am I having? <laughs> After that, I went off. <laughs> After that, I went off. You know. So they broke us up. But I was there that night specifically for Danny. In my mind, mm. I want to fight Danny Garcia. Mm. 
And um, believe it or not, that night I didn't even sit in my in my ringside seat. So I sat where press row is. Okay. Hmm. I'm sitting with somebody at press row because about ten feet away from me is the stairs to get yeah, to the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of sitting in my seat that night, hmm. I sat by. I sat right there. And my dad calls me like you know after the second or third round. He says, "Hey, where you at?" I said, "I'm, I'm just sitting over here in press row." He said, "You good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm good." He said, all right, well, you know, I'll come find you after the fight. And the fight's going with, with, between Danny Garcia and Brandon Rios. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, man, he's not laying it down the way I thought he was going to lay it down. Mm -hmm. I need him to look great in order right. for me to get in the ring and call him out, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there, and when I when my balloon to call him out starts to deflate, deflate. He, he ups and drops him. Yep. He drops him with a big right hand. And I swear to God, as soon as Brandon hits the hits the floor, you. I stand up. Yeah. And I put my hands in my pocket. I was like, that's exactly what I what needed, I was, right? Yeah. So here's the funny part about that. Showtime does not know what I want to do that night. Mm. Usually you have to get an okay from producers and all that kind so of stuff. They can help you. And get your moment in yeah. the ring and all that kind of stuff. And um, somebody who loves drama is like, oh, Sean Porter, you want to get in the ring? I said, yeah, can you make that happen? Someone who loves drama, you see he getting a little messy. Yeah. She says, she says, yeah, yeah, come on, let's do it. We're going to get you in the ring. Mm -hmm. So she just she says, we're going to get Sean Porter in the ring. Now, here's the thing. I've seen this before. I've seen you. I've seen guys get in the ring and they get like pushed to the side. Right. I've seen guys get in the ring and they're just kind of hands in their pocket and they're waiting on the opportunity to speak. Mm -hmm. Looks dry. Looks yeah. kind of corny. Looks weak. Yeah. I said, man, I'm thinking to myself, when I get in the ring, like I got to do something. Totally. I need you to know you gotta make a statement. I'm, I'm in the ring, right? So yeah. I get in the ring and about. 10 seconds after I'm in the ring, I see my moment where Danny looks at me. He smiles at me. When he smiles at me, I just start barking. I saw when, that. <laughs> when I start barking, I start walking towards him. Yeah. Because this is my moment where I need you to know what's really going to go really down. Good. And uh, I really do, man. I think that was a moment that really helped push that fight along. Yeah. And, uh, you you know, you talk about champions fighting champions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it requires that. Sometimes it requires you just being patient and waiting for that opportunity. I think um, this fight that 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 I'm pretty sure is going down going to go down with myself and Errol Spence. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of of, of us be, both being patient. Yeah. We're kind of waiting on um, uh, Manny Manny Pacquiao to make his decision, mm -hmm. and then um, you know we'll move forward after that. But th this is the difference, man. The difference is now you don't have uh, a mind a excuse the term Floyd Mayweather mindset and myself yeah. you don't have a Floyd Mayweather mindset and Errol Spence mm -hmm. we're not interested in who's going to get us the most money we're mm -hmm. interested in who's going to get us the most money and who's going to who's, who, who everyone's going to you know respect us for fighting you yeah, know what sure. I mean so him and I are both after that and we both have this this big uh, big competitive spirit so. yeah this is an important point because this is what held back so many other big fights from happening or even a rematch from happening yeah. was, was the money. Yeah. Like Roy Jones and Bernard, they could not get a mm -hmm. rematch for years upon years upon years because they simply could not get the purse that they wanted. Yeah. What I love about you is you don't really give a damn. Yeah. You just want to go in there. Yeah. You want to win. You want, like Britain said, you already said it, you want to build your legacy. Yeah. I appreciate that about you and I wish that we would have more fighters We said like that, that. On, on my show, um, on the Inside PBC show that airs on FS1 if you guys ever want to tune in. <laughs> uh, we said that Pretty yesterday. Funny. One of the questions was money or legacy. Yeah. And all the fighters that were up there, which, and I believe them all. Caleb, Mikey. Caleb, Caleb Plant, Mikey Leo, Garcia, Leo Santa, Santa Cruz, and and Satellite was Deontay. We all Deontay Wilder. We all said that the the money is going to be there, yeah. which we all know. 
And it's all it's always going to be about who you're fighting, mm-hmm. who 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 everyone's going to respect you for fighting, and where what stamp is going to get left in your legacy from fighting that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't think I I don't know if that that old mentality of you know being undefeated. I really for me it was never really a thing for me even before I lost my first fight. It was yeah. never a thing before me for me before I got my my draw. Yeah. It was never a thing for me. It was always what's going to get me to the next step that I want to be at to becoming a world champion and and being a world champion. You know, gotcha. so I'm I I don't I don't think that facade of of having the O is going to last much longer. Yeah. Hmm. I can see that. Because and, and and you set a, you set an example when 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 Keith Thurman and Sean Porter did it. We set the example that yep. when you're at the top of your game, you got to do it. Yeah. Danny Garcia did it with with, uh, with Keith Thurman, mm-hmm. and then now you, uh, hopefully soon you'll will know if Errol Spence and, and, and myself are going to do it. Yep. You know, but I I think that the facade of being undefeated throughout the an entire career, uh, I don't think that I think that's going to fade away. Well, the division's so competitive, too. and when yeah. the champion that's- is calling other people out mm-hmm. yeah right yeah like that makes a difference as yeah. well arrow oh. got his belt and he was like i want sean porter i want keith thurman mm-hmm. i want these guys yeah and you guys aren't shying away from it no well, you you aren't at i'm least. not no yeah. i'm not i can't afford to you yeah, know right. i'm i'm young i'm in my prime now mm-hmm. why would i waste time trying to find something different yeah. that that realistically is not better than what's going to be in front of me in yeah. Spence? yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah now you've sparred manny before Way back when. I don't think he wants to fight me. <laughs> I don't think he wants to fight me. I think that that is, um, it's it's a part of history. When you fight the guy that, uh, the champion fights the guy that was once his sparring, his sparring partner. partner, yeah. You know, I think it makes for a great story. Yeah. And not only that, I think it makes for a great fight. I think that that's a tactical fight, but him and I have um, such high volume of, of punch output. Mm-hmm. Um, we both, <laughs> in, in a lot of ways, are out to just conquer the ring when yeah. we when we fight yeah i think that that makes for a great fight you know it'd be fun think, for us you think yeah. he's, you think he's slowing down yes mm-hmm. i i have seen him slow down um but i understand it i understand when you make it to a certain point i understand mm-hmm. how much further you ha- how much more you have to work to stay where you are yeah um to contend with the guys that are younger than you mm-hmm. the guys that have the same kind of talent as you same kind of skills that you i understand that so um so why do it exactly why? Why do it? Yeah. He says he beat around the bush when he was on our Inside PBC show, which airs on FS1 if you guys are on <laughs> um, He says that he signed with PBC so that his uh, so that his uh, Filipino company. fighters yeah. could, could have an opportunity to fight on Fox, which I, I, I understand. I agree with that. But the other point, part of that is why are you still fighting? Right. You mm. know, why are you still fighting? He so, could have brokered that deal without making himself a piece of that. I think? think he could have, but I, I don't know what he's after now at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's after. He seems to have interest in being a politician. Yeah. He has a right. job as a politician. Mm-hmm. What 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 else are you after in this game of boxing? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. And 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 my my biggest fear for him, but still kind of want to see, is that he declines overnight, yeah. right? Like yeah. he fought Adrian, and you know he beat him, yeah. you know. But yeah. Adrian at this point is Adrian. Yeah. Right. You gotta you gotta know how to fight Floyd. Or excuse me, you gotta know how to fight uh, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. You gotta know what to do against Manny. If yes. you don't, if you if you don't figure that out through uh, watching film, and you get in the ring and you're like, I'll figure it out on the spot. Mm, he could he happen. could still very well get mm. Keith Thurman. He could still very well get Danny Garcia, Errol Spence, 
Um, I know, I kind of I have a big I have a very good idea of the blueprint. So mm. yeah, yeah, you've been you in gonna there spill with it. it? No. I'm, no. Just, I'm kidding. No, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. refuse. Okay. I do have one question for you. So we were talking about Manny going into his 40s. How did Bernard do it? Bernard did it because he was preserved lifestyle. And that was his and lifestyle, in, and in a different weight class. Yeah. It, 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 when you're boxing, it all depends on the weight class that you're boxing in. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the the lightweights don't <coughs> hit hard, they throw a lot of punches. So you imagine those lightweights take a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. Once they start getting hit, they're getting hit a lot. So their their health and their and their longevity isn't what it could be. Mm-hmm. Same thing for the for the welterweights and the middleweights. We are in a weight class that carries both power and speed. Once you start getting hit with that, you know, and that's going to take a toll on your body. For sure. Um, Bernard had been through some things in his life early on, which <laughs> prevented him from having the, the career that he could have had at a younger age. Th- therefore, take he didn't take the punches that a lot of young fighters take from the age of, you know, 20, whatever, to the age of 40. You yeah. know, so in a lot of ways, his body was preserved. And then the other side of that, the, the more important side of that is the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He understood what it was going to take to beat those, um, those like those like those like heavyweights that he was fighting and the super right. middleweights that he was fighting. Right. He understood the the kind of lifestyle that it was going to take and he bought into it. And he is he's definitely um you 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 can learn a lot from his career in terms of what to implement into your career that can help you get better. Greatest boxer you ever saw? Uh, the greatest boxer I've ever saw. Don't you dare say yourself, Sean Porter. It has to. Are you Don't talking you about dare. like li- like a live fight? Whenever you saw it, you were like, "That's the greatest I've ever seen." Could be a fight. It's could be Marvin. A bo- it's, it's marvelous, Marvin Hagler. It's just something yeah. about him. And I remember that when I was little. When I was little, I was like, I want to be just like him. Wow. I want to. He had to me. He was the epitome of a fighter. He could outbox you. He had speed. Good foot movement from the outside, but then he was a pressure fighter. Yeah. He could come at you at any time and and in the night. He fought with both hands from the yeah. southpaw and the orthodox stance. And for a long, the longest time, I've been a, an admirer of his. I met him a couple years ago for the first time, and we met. We got to shake hands. I got a minute to explain to him just how much he meant to me. <laughs> and then um, the next time we saw each other. He remembered who I was. He's oh, like, yeah. oh no. He's like, oh no, yeah, no, you're one of my favorite fighters right now. That's blew dope. my mind. That's I was dope. like, wow. yeah, it blew my mind. Like, I was like looking back and forth, like, you know, like, oh my God, you know what I mean? See him again in um Kenesota at in Kenesota, New York, at the um the biggest Hall, Hall of, of Fame that we have. Yeah. And to see the way fans treated him, to see the way he treated fans, I I was like blown away. I was like, wow. Like I chose to admire somebody based on what I saw from them as a boxer, never meeting them, never knowing their personality, nothing like that at all. I'm like, it's just crazy for me to grow into becoming the man that I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm a lot like the man that I respected and admired more than anyone else. And I just like watching him that when I went there to the Hall of Fame, I was like, I picked the right guy. You know what I mean? Like, just keep doing what you're doing, Sean. Keep living the way you're living. And you can and see it becoming that. Yeah, and, you, and you'll end up exactly where he is. Now, he is definitely a champion's champion. Now, when you just described him. Yeah. Speed, power, good foot movement, can still pressure you. Yeah. Switch hitter. Yeah. Sounds like somebody we know. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like somebody that's in your weight class. Yeah. Sounds like somebody you might mix it up with eventually. Yeah, yeah. everybody asks about that. I'm or, inter- or starting to ask about it. <laughs> I mean, because it's becoming a reality, yeah, right? And yeah. he actually mentioned you. Yeah, he has to. 
He has he ha- to. He has to. You're a champion in his it, weight class. He has to. And I and and I've looked at his last fight against um Jose Benavidez yeah. when he beat Jose Benavidez, and I'm gonna tell you guys in a second. But I watched that fight, and when he knocked, when he when he finished it up, I was like, wow, mm. I'm gonna have to fight this dude. Mm. I really might have to get in the ring with this dude. He looks that good. You know what? That's that's dope, though, for us to have that perspective that fighters look at each other I'm like on that. a couch watching that, yeah. and I was like, wow, I'm going to have to fight this dude. Yeah. The flip side of that is him and I have had conversation after conversation that we're not going to fight unless it's something that him and I yeah. want to do. Yeah. He is just he's someone that I respect in the sport. Mm. Um, and the amateurs, I was 165 pounds. He was 132 pounds. I've never in my life ever seen myself fighting him. And we're just genuine f- friends, you know? He supports me, comes to my fights. I awesome. n- have not yet had a chance to make it to one of his fights. But this is a situation where you will never see Sean Porter step in the ring with Terrence Crawford unless Sean Porter and Terrence Crawford put that fight together. Yeah. If we look at each other like, yo, man, do this is the end of the line. We got you got you got three belts. Myself, I got one. Let's unify, let's do it, and let's make it happen. Yeah. And we'll be good afterwards. That's exactly how it's gonna go, and we'll make that happen. But if I'm not f- feeling like I need to have that conversation, if he's not pressed about having the conversation, the conversation won't be had, mm-hmm. and you will see him and I be friends uh, as long as we live. Respect. And then we'll sing Kumbaya around the campfire. I'm not saying I'm not saying all that, man. You, you put too much peace in it. You put, you got I a little probably, bit too much dip on I your probably, chip, Mr. Rick. I probably Rick. put too much peace in it, but that's just how I feel about it, man. I do. Now let's let's talk about this. Now, there's two guys out there that I think, since we're on the subject of boxing, two guys that I feel are the most underrated fighters in boxing, Terrence Crawford being one of them. Okay. I don't think people recognize his skill, his talent. You said underrated? Underrated. Yes. Terrence Crawford's underrated? Terrence Crawford is underrated. Hmm. They they overlook him because he's not fighting myself. He's not fighting Keith Thurman. The hmm. list goes on. All the guys that he has fought, unfortunately for him, have been the guys that are, you know, have had losses and have been at the end of their career, so on and so forth. He's underrated. People don't res- respect and appreciate the things that he's done so far as a, as a boxer uh, in, in the game. Who's number two? Number two is my boy... Um, uh, um, Demetrius like. Andre, you fought him I, in the I, amateurs. Didn't I fought you? him yeah. in the amateurs. You beat him. Mm-hmm. I beat him. He, I, we're one and one in the amateurs. But I just think that that's crazy. You beat him. Yeah. You beat Danny. Yeah. You beat Usyk. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm one and zero against Usyk. <laughs> All of these dudes Usyk. at 160 yeah. plus. Usyk's about to fight. Well, he's heavyweight. a former football yeah. player. He was. What I, were you at? 180, right? I was in 160. I was 165, 165. in high school. Okay. I, I played football and I was a little heavier than I should have played him when I. <laughs> what I was like 170, one, running back, uh-huh. safety, corner. Uh-huh. I never Hunter, left the field. Kicker, man. Head coach. I was. I, yeah. All that, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I loved it, man. But yeah. yeah, those two guys are some of the most underrated fighters in this game. Who'd you think? Who did I think? Yeah. Was your fighter that you were going to say? Yeah. I thought that you were going to say, um, what's my man's name? Who's he uh, from? Philly. Tevin Farmer. Oh, Tevin Farmer. I thought you were going to say Tevin. Okay, yeah. I'm a fan of Tevin's. Yeah. I met, I got a chance to meet him um, one time, and I just seen him on TV yeah. a bunch, and he's he started to make noise, and mm-hmm. you know I met him, and he was real cool, and yeah. you know he wanted to take a picture with me and all that kind of stuff. He is he's a talent. Um, after I after I got to take a look at his career and his experience and all that kind of stuff, I think he's a fight or two away from being, you know, 
in 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 the mentionable yeah. uh, in the in the, the mentionables um um and mentionables. mentionables there you go mentionables yeah. I was gonna let you slide we was just <laughs> nah, gonna I couldn't, nah, I couldn't, you, yeah that fighter in yeah, you you had yeah. to get it I got you I, I got could you. he's a fighter too away from being yeah. in the in the in that word yeah 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 do that <laughs> yeah fill that in for me Tevin or Tank uh, <laughs> uh, Tank, yeah, yeah. Tank, Tank is explosive. He hits so hard. Tank is is explosive. That boy can crack. He did inside PBC, right? And didn't he do that arcade game? I wasn't didn't there, he, but he I've punched heard it in Deontay. He did. Yeah, yeah he punched hard. He hard-ed. did. Yeah, yeah. Andy Ruiz just blow blew everybody out of the water the oh, other really? day. I think yeah. I saw that. He had like that a nine thirty seven or yeah. something. Yeah, they're still trying to get me to hit that thing. I'll pass. Why? Because he ain't man. trying to have his stats yeah, up next to these guys. Nah, Who cares? Nah. Arrow, Arrow be able to say, "Come on, Nashon." Yeah, on. that's exactly Arrow. Arrow that's hit, your Arrow impression. Arrow hit the I, bag I'm not twice. As good as impressions as you are. No. <laughs> I hit, he hit the bag twice because the first time he didn't he didn't like his score. He said, "Let me hit it again." I'm like, "Yeah, see, look, here you go." Yeah. He he was low on the list, and he's yeah. like, "I can't have my name right there, man. I got I want to hit it again. I want to hit it again." But he also said, "Most definitely, most de- oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so slow. Oh, most definitely." Most definitely. (laughs) So we have a random game called uh, Showtime or No Time. What I want you to do is answer with a sentence or two with your explanation if it's showtime or no time. Showtime being great, no time being the complete opposite. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tupac Shakur. Showtime. How come? Legend, man. He 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 was before his time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make Biggie no time? No, mm, you have to. You could have to. Yeah, you Biggie. Had to, you had to answer Biggie that one had. Biggie <laughs> had. Biggie was the was. He has to protect Barclays. <laughs> Biggie, listen, no, no, no. Biggie was the the exact same, which is with a different um type of style uh-huh. of rap. Yeah. Oh, they're completely yeah. different. Yeah, yeah different yeah, type yeah. of style of rap. Yeah. Uh, but you're talking about the magnitude and the weight of yeah, their yeah. the, the time that. that they were yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, first round knockout or 12 round decision which one is showtime which one is no time first round knockout is definitely showtime yeah yeah it's got it the earlier it ends the the better you are off oh every amen time. to that you he know? don't get paid for overtime yeah. Rick yeah <laughs> That's 12, not overtime. Twelve rounds. Thirty six minutes. Uh, twelve rounds. If you if you're talking myself and Errol Spence, that's showtime. Yeah, you're you're entertained for twelve rounds. Was okay. Mikey and Errol showtime? That was that was Errol time. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was Errol time. Great answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, J Cole or Kendrick Lamar, showtime or no time for both of them? I think I've heard more Kendrick. Um, they're both showtime. Favorite album? I uh, I don't have a favorite album right. for either of those guys. Yeah, nah. All right. Uh, Illmatic, or or Blueprint. Blueprint. Oh, I wasn't in the uh, Nas or or, or because my brother was listening to Jay Z, and yeah. so I, I gravitated towards Jay Z. Jay Z is known as being a one time. Uh, kind of guy he goes in the booth and just lays it down yeah. and he doesn't and write I, anything and I, I just think that that's amazing mm-hmm. and so because of those little stats that I knew when I was mm-hmm. younger that alone made him better than Nas to me right and I just think that um his lyrical mind is just it's on another it's on another level right my, my guy is actually Lupe Fiasco I love Lupe we're from Chicago we're from Chicago I don't know we're from we Chicago no, 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 we didn't no. share that uh-uh, no. yeah, we're from Chicago no, we okay. didn't get around to it yeah. yeah well now we did no Lupe is my guy he's okay. incredible yeah, yeah. Incredible. There's a song off of not the last album, the album before it. It's called Mural. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard it. I'm sure. Listen, you listen. Seven straight minutes. Listen. Stop. He comes to. He came to Vegas in maybe 2000 and. 
16 maybe. Okay. And I and I and I shot a tweet like Lupe, I'm, I'm gonna be in the building. Make sure you say what's up. Mm. And and I was so hyped up. I don't drink nothing like that at all. I get a table. I get bottles. I, I got nobody with me to, to drink the bottles. So I'm like inviting girls into the VIP. This had to be like 2015. I'm inviting girls into the VIP to drink all that kind of stuff. I'm get like gaming on the girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Lupe calls me up to the stage like while I'm talking to a girl. Right? Nah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. My boy turns around wow. like SP. He's calling your name. I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> Showtime. You and the building i'm like yeah like come on up here so i went up on stage he introduced me to the crowd he said i just want to show you how uh, how powerful social media is yeah. showtime hollered at me on, on twitter and i would just want to let him know that i saw the tweet mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do a song i want you you know to stay up here on the, on the stage i'm gonna do the song and he did um uh life uh, uh oh uh what's the name of the song um this goes on this, the, the show goes on Okay. He did yeah, the show yeah, goes yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- whatever year, whatever year, um, that uh, to uh, that that album came out. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I think it was lasers. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Whatever. No, not lasers. After lasers. It was after lasers. Yeah. Whichever album that the mural was on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when that came yeah, out, yeah, 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 and then so so he he does the beat drops and I'm like yo give me a mic and he's like <laughs> no. oh. at first he's the first he's like nah 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 I was like come on man give me a mic and then he like you know he do a couple punches at me he's like nah <laughs> you, you just go sit down and he enjoy like, yourself yeah, right I, I got this <laughs> yeah so he does Showtime or excuse me Show goes on mm. and then after that he lets me stay on stage he performs Miro. For at least for the first time that I know of, Incredible. in front of everybody, yeah. And um, man, I I remember looking down at some people. Some people were just like hanging on every word. That's fresh. Some people were rapping every word. Amazing. I'm going to keep it real. One of my guys that I invited out, he had had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. He was watching, and I seen tears, tears in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I seen tears in his eyes. So oh like, I'm, what's, it, what's I'm, his name? I'm like enjoying Don't the moment. I'm enjoying the moment and everything, like scanning the crowd. Yeah. And then when I get to him. I was like, oh, what the oh, hell? You crying? Oh, like, you crying? <laughs> I'm like, and then I was like, no, this is a cool moment, though. Yeah. <laughs> this is a cool moment. Yeah, yeah. He was happy for you. Lupe is cool. Yeah, he was so he cool. Was yeah. So hype for so me. So cool. Yeah, Lupe dude, is cool. Dude's incredible. Yeah. Um, which song was it? Which song was it? I think it was off of Lasers, where mm-hmm. he went in on what is wrong with America. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. that he doesn't do it all. Yeah, often, yeah right, right, right. It was uh oh, I just had the name that's, of it. Um, Words that's, I said. Yeah, something, okay, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so loud. Yeah, that yeah. one. Oh my god. So, so you want to talk about underrated? Uh-huh. Lupe Fiasco's. Oh, underrated. Lupe, one hundred percent is underrated. All right, He's my god. One hundred percent. Do real men cry? Yes, sir. We do. Okay. I'm <laughs> yeah, I, we cry. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, y'all be crying. Of it. Yeah, they be crying. <laughs> you chew a lot of gum. I've I, noticed that. I do. Yeah, yeah. What's the choice? Um, I didn't even know how to ask Showtime or No Time. I just want to know what kind of damn. I like gum spearmint. Is. I've actually looked at spearmint because they didn't like smokers chew spearmint or something like that. No idea. No. Oh, okay. I thought like I was looking at gum, a packet of gum one day. I was like, why do I chew this? Like, this is this smokers for smokers? Yeah, 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 yeah. No bubble gum. Now, I, I'll chew bubble gum. I love blowing, blowing bubbles. bubbles. Yeah, of yeah, course. Big love blowing chew. bubbles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Always. Yeah. 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 Bubblicious, you know? Yeah. I don't think we should be talking Bubble about tape. what's going in our mouth, though. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> Afro or cornrows? Uh, cornrows. Okay. Cornrows. You got the uh, cornrows today. I got them today. You know, I'm going to change my, a- my answer because I got good hair. Yeah. I got good curly hair. Now, oh, hold on now. What's good hair? 
good good curly hair okay that is that you can actually locate each curl oh. opposed to it being nappy you say oh no this is just my curl like i have you can locate the the, the, curls. the curl pattern yeah the your, curls your curl pattern is I have, actually I have coils in in my hair okay yeah it's pretty cool so your curl mm-hmm. pattern is luxurious yeah, yeah, yeah so here's what happens if i grow my hair out all right from coming from my Jewish heritage and my Jewish background, yeah. do you know what it's called when it goes out sideways? Ah, Jufro. Jufro. <laughs> Jufro. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just go to the next question. <laughs> Let's do it. L.A. or Vegas? Vegas. Okay. Vegas. That's uh, home cooking. I'm I, I'm home. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's more to do. Less traffic in Vegas. Yeah. Less more traffic. to do in Vegas. For me, at least. I mean, I got my family out there, man. I'm a, I'm a homebody. True. I've played Monopoly three times this week, I think. You know, cars, <laughs> dominoes. I'm old school, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. yeah. Sports yeah. car, SUV. Sports car. I just bought an SUV, but, nice. Which one? but sports car. I just got bought a uh, Nissan Armada. Nice. Yeah. And every time I got it for my, so I have a, a Cadillac ATS and I was squeezing my son in ATS's that. ATS's are nice. I was squeezing my son in that. And then ever since I had the Armada, I swear, every time I put him in, I look at him, I say, this is why we got it. Because mm-hmm. I'm not squeezing a man anymore, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. My, my my boys, they 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 always joke with me being short. So one of them sees me climb up to put him in and everything. <laughs> he takes a picture of me and shoots it to the group. Like, this is how, this is how SP puts his baby in the car. Like, it's messed up, man. Does he not know that you will... Probably knock his. Oh teeth no, out? he knows. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, but he, he knows. You spar me. with your friends? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. I got slap I gotta, box with your friends. No, uh, uh-uh, no, okay. no. We put together one time. We had two of my friends go to you know Do have it. a little quick little sparring yeah. session. Yeah, that didn't end well. Okay, <laughs> you sparred well. Charlemagne. Uh, yeah, as far as Charlemagne, how did that come about? I didn't. You know what? I didn't understand. Uh, what what he was doing, what he was trying to do in the ring, <laughs> but he, I could tell that he had some fear inside of him and he mm. was trying to mask it by trying to look hard yeah uh-huh. but uh he, are y'all friends uh, i haven't talked to him i haven't talked to him but anytime i'm in new york you know okay. if you I went pop on up, breakfast club yeah if i yeah. pop up he's it's all love you know he's gonna i just wonder in. how that he's came about man. like i thought that maybe y'all my dad were. set that up you know yeah so my dad my dad you, set that uh, up. your dad and him friends i mean they have numbers you know hmm. so just you know. so interesting to me it was random right it was random yeah, like yeah, i yeah. thought that maybe y'all were homies uh-huh. and it was like oh like let's do this well i think like, people only saw that part but i actually sparred four different guys that day okay one guy being like what six five or something like that yeah yeah six five um radio personality uh pop. you like do you prefer fighting shorter fighters or taller fighters it doesn't matter to me. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I I always say this, and I stand by it. <laughs> it's gonna sound weird, but when we get in the ring, we're the same height. And it's because w- one big part of my game is big part of my game. I'm just gonna say it, manipulation. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I manipulate guys when I get in the ring. Mm. If you're taller than me, if your arms are longer than mine, I'm, I will manipulate you and make you think that you got to stoop down. I will manipulate you and make you forget how long your arms are and make you really step in. Yeah. And then that's when I got you. you get, yeah. I want to learn that from you. Um, I got a few more. Yeah. Big boy or Andre. What are you talking about? Man, listen, both of them, man. Now, now, Don't I, do this to me. I Sean. know what you want. One, I gotta, oh. I gotta go with, I gotta go with Big Boy. I, really? I gotta go with Big really? Boy, but I have no problem going with Dre. I so. understand. Yeah, I understand. Dre just can't did have something. Can't need a two, bro. I need, I just need one. Three thousand just did something on Anderson Pack's la- the latest album. Ventura? Yeah. Bro, I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, the, it's the first I track. Haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. And and he goes hard in in a way that you just like. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I forgot what level he was on. Totally. Like he, he's you can't go wrong with either one of those guys. You right. know, yeah. But you went with Big Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Le- LeBron or Jim Brown? Oh come on, come on! And we need That's one. Impossible. And we need That's one. That's the rudest question that you and could we, ever and ask we, somebody. And we need one. Ah man. Let me tell you why I'm I'm gonna tell you why I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted because I love Jim Brown's demeanor. Yeah. His attitude. It's just something about him. Even in his old age, it's like, yeah. look at him. Is that's how <laughs> He's I get still a bad boy. When I, yeah, when I yeah. see him, I'll be like, ooh, ooh, just step out of his way. Let him go by. <laughs> Let him go by. I had P look, I went to a game, it was a away game, Redskins game, and a lot of people were at his SUV when he was trying to leave and they're like banging on the windows and stuff mm. like that, trying to get pictures. I'm like, Y'all don't know what y'all what y'all yeah. setting yourself up for. All totally. he got to do is roll down the window one time and say "step away," totally. and, and the game's over. Yeah. You know, but LeBron, LeBron is has 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 he has left a mark on this world. Yeah. He has left a mark on Northeast Ohio. Yeah, he's left a mark on the NBA, mm. and he's done some things that um, you can only hope someone else will duplicate. Mm. There's a few more that I want to get to, but just one quick question on that. On that wall, when you walked into these studios, it said more than an athlete. Yeah. What does that mean to you? I just looked at it and read it. And I'm like, yes, we are all more than athletes. And I don't, I don't think people really understand what that means. It means that, first off, we're human just like y'all. You know, when when y'all f- we see us finish doing what we're doing, mm-hmm. we go back to our families just like y'all. We we get love from everyone just like y'all. Y'all heard me. I like playing Monopoly and Dominoes. Like, <laughs> yeah. forget going to the nightclubs that y'all think I'm at, the strip and clubs. And trying to steal Lupe Fiasco shine at a concert. Hey, man, I, had, I went for that. I went for that. You got to go for everything you know. But when you say you're more than an athlete, it means you have more to offer this world than just being an entertainer on any given Sunday or any given yeah. night. We ha- we all have more to offer, and I think he may even have it up there for the athletes to understand that we are more than athletes. You know, I think that that's important for athletes to understand. That's that- interesting because I was thinking like, no, no, no. The problem is there's so many bad people that go to these stadiums and just judge a person not by their character, as you said previously uh-huh, in this uh-huh, podcast, uh-huh. but rather but the skills that they have. Yeah. In a way, the fan dehumanizes the athlete yeah. every time. Yeah. Every time, and I, and I have no problem with that because for that short period of time, honestly, yes, I do feel like I'm Superman. For that short period of time, yes, I do feel invincible. But when I'm out of that time, when I'm out of that that training camp and things like that, I mean, I hit y'all up today. I want some cookies. Like, yeah. this is who I am. <laughs> and I was surprised too. Yeah, I sent, I sent John and Rick the message. Like, he you hesitant? He no yeah, he said he wanted cookies. Yeah, he hesitant. He like, can we? Are we allowed to give him cookies? Like, yes, I'm human too, and I enjoy a cookie I'm here like, and listen, there. Listen, I ain't gonna be the reason why he don't miss weight. Right, 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 right. You better be careful with cookies you have in this city. Listen. I, I've gotten around a little bit to the to the cookies y'all got in here. I'm not impressed so far. In LA? In LA. I'm not impressed so Again, far. Again, we're from Chicago. Yeah. Oh, so true. you're not you're not. I mean, I'm not, not I wouldn't direct that towards yeah, you. I feel you. Specifically I feel you. anybody you out here in LA. That uh I'm not, I don't like Mrs. Phil's cookies. They're too sweet. With the frosting on it? They're too sweet. The cookie cake? They're too what? sweet. Oh. And that's coming from someone who has a sweet tooth. Is that how the how the cookie Sean? They, they they have a cookie that's called semi sweet. Come on now, you need a semi sweet. one name. <laughs> you need a that? Like they telling on themselves. Like right. that was right. that was too sweet. Get yeah. the semi sweet. Get the semi. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got I got two more. Uh, Fifty center game. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. All right. I never got into the game. So ever? 
Nah. And he didn't looks listen like to the documentary. 50 cent. Right, true. He's 50 cent's so twin. he already holds that brash <laughs> sort of mentality They're towards twins. They're twins. True. They're twins. Uh, <laughs> tribe or Wu Tang? Ooh, you hit me one right there. Yeah. Ah, Wu Tang. Yeah. Wu Tang. Why you? Where, where'd you get these questions from? Like, dumb it down a little man. bit. <laughs> this you is got... just how I think. Sheesh. We'll let you end on this one. What went into this one? Oh, oh, man. What, what went into this one? That was a night for me. What, what, what went into this one? That was a night for this me. Is, we are looking la- at... Ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at... A real-life leprechaun A real-life leprechaun. My yeah. man Showtime Sean Porter did the blow-by-blow blow at the Errol Spence versus Mikey did Garcia it. fight. I went, in, I went in in the major way. And he had an emerald with, green suit on. With no shame. Emerald green suit. With no shame. So with the I, top hat, with it, the top matching tie. The crazy part of how, how it worked out, so that fight was March 16th, I believe. Yeah. We put that that outfit together way back just before my fight. Okay. And, and um, so we put that, that outfit together in February. And so this was planned. That was planned. Oh. 100%. Okay. That was not a mistake at all. Okay. I said, listen, I said, you know, they get in the ring fighting for the IBF. If I got to get in the ring, I'm getting in the ring representing the WBC. The WBC. I said, I don't know if I'm going to get in the ring. I said, but okay. I want to be there to represent the WBC. So there was no thought of Lucky Charms when you put this There was here. no thought of, of, uh, of uh, no, no, no. Um, St. Patrick's Day. Day. There was no uh, thought of St. Patrick's Day at all. So I showed, I didn't even realize the date until I showed Show up at the arena. Get and out of here, Like, bro. all Come production on. in the back room. Everybody's like, That's yeah. too much of a kawinky thing I if know. I've seen like, one. Everybody's like, listen, so everybody's like, oh, you're really going all out for, for the, you're in the spirit. That's like, what we thought. I'm like, in the spirit of what? <laughs> They're like, right. oh, it's St. Patty's Day, right? I'm like, right. you don't want to get pinched. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what, what, uh, what, 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 what white, uh, <laughs> right. what, right. what, what is that? And they're like, uh. Um, Who wore it better? Man, listen, my boys. <laughs> Who wore it better? My boys tore me up. They put me on the Lucky Charms box. <laughs> they put my picture on the Lucky Charms box. Yeah, yeah, they tore me up. You're, try, you're trying to tell me that you weren't trying to be the next Lucky Charms on the cover of that serial. I was not. However, okay. that night I went viral for two reasons. Number one, for that outfit. Yes. And then number two, for interviewing Jerry Jones and asking him how he felt about OBJ joining the Browns and getting out of his conference. Man. He said, thank well, you, yeah, thank, thank you, you, thank you. <laughs> and that that quote right there, thank you, thank you, thank you, went viral. So I'm, I did the right thing that night, despite what, what, what people may or may not have felt about my uh, my, my gear. Well, right. Sean, Sean, this, is, this has been uh, amazing. I'll be back. I view a lot of people by not necessarily what they feel like they have to do, but what they want to do. Right. And I really appreciate you coming in, making time for us, staying a little bit longer than, look, you didn't have to. No doubt. I want to give a huge shout out to LeBron James. Um, I'm gonna, And I'm going to speak directly yes, to him with the things that you have done have not gone unnoticed. Uh, definitely not from anyone from Northeast Ohio. Um, res- much respect and appreciation for everything you've ever done for the for the sport for your people back home in Northeast Ohio and and the, and the example that you're setting, not just for athletes, but people in general, that there's always something bigger and better that they can do. He's done an absolute terrific job um, being, a, being a, a professional athlete, a professional, uh, a, a, a family man, and um, definitely uh, look up to him 100%. And uh, I look forward to coming back here and doing more with y'all. All right. Well, y'all put it together. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I got seats for everybody. How about that? Awesome. Thank Sean you. Porter, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, brother. Good stuff. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Now, they're going to add in the, the special effects. Yeah. Later. yeah. <laughs> Bless y'all, man. See y'all later. Twins.